everyone. Before we get into the show today, this is just the part where we tell you to follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. If you'd like to support us on Patreon and get a subliminal shout-out during the show, you absolutely can. Otherwise, if you're listening on YouTube, you can like, subscribe, hit the bell, do all that stuff. And if you're not, enjoy the show. We're happy you're here. See you soon. Welcome back to the Acid Cat Spirit Hour. I'm the Colonel. This is Caleb. Look at Caleb's new shirt. This is nice. He looks nice today. <laughs> it's funny because... I'm glad it's not yellow. It would look a little Proud Boys if it was yellow. Yeah, it's navy blue and red, but in the lighting on the ship... Yeah, in the spaceship light. It's probably just turning up like black. Well, my hair's pink, but in the spaceship light, look what happens to it. I'm bald, so... <laughs> <laughs> These are space worms on his head. Uh, we hope all you guys are well. Uh, we got a cool show today. We're going to talk about a slight departure, I guess, for us. Not entirely, but we usually talk about a more concise case yeah maybe that happened to one person or a group of people something that you could litigate in court but today we're talking about havana syndrome yeah. which is a much more sort of nebulous concept and still very much currently happening but we'll get to that in a second we want to talk about current events a little bit beforehand we like to do this at the beginning uh one of the things i wanted to talk about is uh black it, discover researchers have found um in the journal of science that uh black holes burp to show their size uh-huh like a frog showing up <laughs> yeah like they they make like a a bump uh and i think that that's a really fascinating way to show how like for us to be able to see how big it is yeah as, that's when we see it is when it goes boom as a comic book fan i know galactus when i see <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, next it. thing they're gonna be like yeah black holes say i hunger when they get closer <laughs> to the earth it's like mm We've seen this before. Elon Musk is going to send a rocket full of Taco Bell to him. <laughs> Galactus will be like, thank you. Uh, what you got for us? So there is this symbol that goes around when there are labor disputes at different businesses, and that is known as Scabby the Rat. Yeah, Scabby the Rat. Uh, quick side note, my mother, may she rest in peace. When I was a kid, she uh, had to work as a scab in Detroit during Hell Week. So that's the Halloween week because there's mm -hmm. like... What's the night before called? Uh, uh, Dio de los Muertos? No, no, no. That's the first Sunday in uh, November that's not oh, the first. Oh, All Hallows' Eve. No, that's Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like Demon Night or Devil's Night. I think oh, it's Devil's Night. Oh, something like that, yeah. It's like a night of pranking. But she was a scab that night, and she I think she said that she saw like four cars on fire. Scabby the Rat's the most appropriate yeah. anti-union, or like pro-union. Yeah. Uh, so they originally, a bunch of people were using it as a symbol uh, to just describe, like you said, a scab is used by unions to describe strike breakers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Scabby the Rat kind of became a symbol for labor disputers, and they originally were wearing costumes, but the costumes were just super impractical and too hot to wear when you were uh, striking. So you what don't they, say. So what they decided to do Fair is <laughs> commission 12-foot-tall inflatable rats and their names are Scabby, and there's been a ton of them. Some of them have, people will come up and stab them. One person hit Stabby? one with a car. Stabby the rat? Uh, but it was just described in Chicago. Uh, Chicago officially said that Scabby the rat 
is protected by free speech. <laughs> it is a, a symbol of free speech. Although, according to some of the laws that are changing in the U.S. now, you can just run it over with your car, because apparently that barbarism is rewarded. Yeah, or stab it in the back and neck, and have the police just stand there and watch while you do it. This will probably get us added to the 100th list that we're on, yeah. but I wonder how long it's going to take for those laws to exist after somebody does the <clears throat> right thing and uh, runs a car through a white supremacist rally or something. I bet those laws will disappear pretty quick. Sorry, we're still pretty jaded about last year. Yeah. It was a long year for us. We won't explain why, but it was a very long year for us. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much a long year for everybody, but especially yeah. so in that sense for us. Uh, but the Supreme Court uh, ruled it in three-to-one favor that it is safe, it is protected by free speech, and the fact that there are far more offensive actions like cross-burning and anti-homosexual signs, like as we've all seen with the Westboro Baptist Church yep. outside concerts or anything, yeah. if those are with protected... God loves fag signs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if those are protected by free speech, then a giant rat inflatable also has to yes. be protected by free yeah, speech. Yeah, absolutely, without question. That's what a, I think the only company that would stop that from happening is Disney. Yeah. Because they'd be like, that's our rat. That belongs to us. They make Scabby the Rat Mickey Mouse. <laughs> they said, we love what you're doing, except we don't because we hate unions and also here's a season and desist. <laughs> We're going to fucking kill you. Uh, well, so in... I mean, the world's... Look outside. It's on fire. Things are terrible. I have some mixed news. So, uh, scientists say that within the next four years, we will probably... We will finally hit the peak of greenhouse gases produced in the world um, and like our capability for do, to do so mm. which is good I guess you know it's it's probably good to be able to be at the the most extreme I mean it's not it's terrible it's terrible <laughs> we shouldn't be here yeah but it's uh, it's interesting to know that I guess in theory the greenhouse gases won't get worse but I mean that who's to say what that really means that feels like a real yeah like big deal it's that's only like, down from here yeah it's <laughs> like it's like saying that you're you're I don't know like your driveway survived your house burning down yeah it's like yeah I mean yeah yes it's still there you're right but it's good to see I guess there is evidence that there was something here <laughs> it's only down and it's like cool dude uh, my car exploded because I slammed my car door too hard um, <laughs> there shouldn't be that much methane in the air <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's actually interesting is methane dissipates from the air faster than most things. It leaves the atmosphere pretty quickly. This is just a side note. I could probably talk about the story too, but uh, blue gas as we know it, like blue natural gas, mm -hmm. non-green natural gas, uh, hydrogen in this case, is seen as more caustic. It, a, a lot of people have been talking about it as an alternative, sort of a bridging fuel between electricity and fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. The problem is that it's fundamentally worse for the environment than fossil fuels are. So there was a time where we might be able to cut that corner and take that chance, but we're well past that now. So yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, greenhouse gases are going to hit their peak within the next four years, and that's fucking crazy because if you look around, the world is already so diligently on fire. And like on fire, you know, I think it's... I, so not to dox myself too much, but I grew up um, in northern Arizona, which means that I grew up around forest fires all the time. We got evacuated a number of times. My godparents still live there, and they get evacuated all the time. And, like, it's one thing in America to watch that happen, especially in places where we're accustomed to it. And in places like that, it largely happens because of a lack of controlled burns and stuff mm. like that. Um, I mean, they do them, but the ponderosa, it's a whole thing. The forest density, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's interesting to see grease burning and it's going to get really terrifying to start seeing other countries that don't have millions of dollars of equipment and flame return. Like, 
you know, those giant fires. I remember the Rodeo Chattisky fire. So that was two fires. And you could see them both from Flagstaff. I lived in Flagstaff at the time. And they were in southern Arizona. And you could see the smoke from them three, four hundred miles away. And they eventually met each other and became one giant fire. And when that happened, it, they were able to contain it because there were two giant fire crews chasing it from both directions. And eventually they contained it and put this fire out. But in places where they don't have the teams, where they don't have thousands of volunteers of paid workers and by volunteers i mean prisoners uh of paid workers of you know i have a a friend whose dad's been a smoke jumper his whole life like there are people who dedicate their lives to these things here because there's money for it and there's infrastructure for it but in the rest of the world it's going to become very very scary very fast as these catastrophic i mean look at haiti uh two days ago Mm -hmm. and every time an earthquake hits haiti this happens uh and it's because they lack the infrastructure that they need because we don't focus on sharing these things yeah so yeah it, it's gonna for as catastrophic and scary as it seems when paradise california burns down and people lose all their their livelihood and in the sense we just mean their possessions mm-hmm. what's gonna happen when there's nothing to put it out yeah you know like there's still people coming in to put those fires out that won't be the case elsewhere yeah yeah so it's fucking that scares the shit out of me that being said you want to talk about dubai yeah speaking of the <laughs> speaking of the world burning uh yeah, dubai man. Uh, a portrait of the burning earth. They have reached a point where it is regularly getting over 115 degrees outside. Yeah. So uh, the government has decided to take control of the weather. And by doing that, they're using cloud seeding, which... They, I mean, for us, you know, yeah. like on the conspiracy show, you guys can go back and listen to the uh, the Alaskan Triangle one where we mm-hmm. talk about harp and the cloud seeders and stuff that are allegedly up there. But uh, but they're using drones to go up straight in the air and send out electrical charges to basically trick the clouds into producing rain. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how it works, though. Yeah. That's, yeah, and cloud seeders are a real thing, which is why you see, like, Oh God! The frustrating, the most frustrating thing about a really bananas conspiracy, and I know this is me saying that, but I like to think we're sort of experts on these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is when there is some validity to it. Yeah. So people chemtrails, like chemtrails, couldn't be more bullshit. It doesn't even logistically make any sense. Who does that job? And yeah, conspiracy stuff where they don't explain who does the job. You always that's your first red flag. Well, that's who does like, that job? <laughs> like the NSA one, where it's like we all have an NSA agent that watches over yeah. us. Are you telling me half of the U.S. population is NSA agents? Yeah, because that's how it would have to work. Yeah, that's how it would have to work. Or is it one guy that has multiple people? Hey, take it from somebody who's actually on NSA lists. Not everybody gets a guy. I I look at it, I don't have any blue check marks. I'm not verified anywhere, but I'm on at least six government lists. You got a couple red check marks. Yeah, I know the face (laughs) of the FBI guy who follows me around my whole life, you know, so at Uh, least I've got that. But yeah, you're right. You're totally right. But the the UAE typically only gets four inches of rain per year. Yeah, because where? It is. The the government is hoping that regularly zapping the clouds will generate rain um, to bump it way up, to help with drought, to help with the heat. Like, as much as I don't want the people of Dubai, especially because the majority of the class of people in Dubai is basically, they're serfs, they're effectively mm-hmm. slaves. Um, I don't want those people to suffer, but I do want this to fail because I don't want us to think it's a real solution. Yeah. You know, like, it's just so, like... 
Oh, it's such a Diet Coke weather solution. Like, hey, though you live in an untenable place and the world is getting exponentially hotter, what are you going to do about it? Oh, I'm going to fuck with the clouds. No, you're not going to fuck with the clouds. You're going to move and you're yeah. going to make some efforts to try to undo what you've done. And just being able to manipulate the weather because, you know, they do terraforming in Dubai. There's just mm -hmm. Dubai is such a constructed place. You yeah. know, it's plucked from fiction. And because of that, I don't think that any of its concerns, this would be like Disney land saying it's too hot i don't care it's yeah. disneyland like you create put in ac i don't know what to tell you here to say well our solution is we're gonna put in ac in the form of fucking up the clouds uh there are people that live around there like yeah. less lest we there's a the last thing with this is they've put in 15 million dollars uh as a total investment for the rain making project so far that's surprisingly affordable yeah to make rain yeah yeah um, mr beast and they're saying that build it's a cloud cedar. The country's quest to ensure water security, which is fine. You know that's all well and good. I just don't. It, what does it do? I would like to have an environmental scientist explain to me what cloud seeding in Dubai is going to do to the tiny bit of. If this area gets four inches of rain, and it's this big radius, but you're cloud seeding in just the center of it. Yeah, pull all of it from I have to wonder if it isn't going to manipulate the amount of rain that would normally be in the outlying areas that no longer is. It just sounds like it's gonna the, starve everybody. The thing that makes me think, or this makes me think of so much, is uh, the movie Snowpiercer. Yeah, everybody's on the train. The whole point of that movie is the world was heating up to a point where they created essentially this hyper condensed version of Freon. And they just released it into the atmosphere thinking, oh, it'll cool the planet down. And it just froze and it everything. Just froze everything. <laughs> so we might get to a point where they're like, what if we just release a bunch of Freon into the sky? And it's like, no, there's multiple movies why that's a bad idea. <laughs> it's very much a, like the hubris of man. It's It reeks so much of religious people. Yeah. You know, because it's like, if you think that you can control the weather because you were made in God's image or whatever. No, you weren't. You're just a mammal. You're yeah. a capable one that probably had psychedelics along the way. So now you're a total fucking weirdo. But you can't control the weather and you can't play God because God doesn't exist. So like, what are you talking about? You can't play something that's not real. If you want to play Mother Nature, that's fine, but you don't do that with cloud seeding machines. Yeah. It's like, thank you so much, Earth, for, for providing for us. Let's fuck it up. Yeah, and then awesome. when you get mad that we fucked it up, Let's fuck it up some more. <laughs> <laughs> she really seems kind of... It's like, it's like uh, somebody who won't stop petting a cat that's like clawing at him and trying to get away. You're like, no, no, She's just buttons. like this. Fucking <laughs> ripping your face off. All right. Well, that being said, we want to talk... Uh, also, we're talking consequences today. Yes. We'll get into the main story now. Hope you guys liked our little headlines. Uh, yeah, today we're talking about Havana Syndrome. Havana Syndrome, for those of you who maybe be, uh, it's funny because we've been talking about this for a little while because it's like one of the modern ongoing sort of like uh, conspiracy, yeah. like more. Conspiracy in the making. Yeah, uh, and it's tomorrow's conspiracies today. Uh, and it's like, it's very uh, fresh and present. It's funny because when we started doing Discovery, we saw that uh, the Times had just, the New York Times has just done a piece about this the other day mm -hmm. um, because there still hasn't been any real resolution in it. But the Havana Syndrome is a series of alleged, I mean, let's just say alleged now because everything in this is alleged but I'm not going to say that every time please yeah. don't sue us <laughs> please don't uh, sue us whoever is behind this yeah Havana <laughs> Syndrome please uh, what's going on what's going on I think 
like I just shit myself. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, also Havana Syndrome, mm -hmm. figure out the brown note. I know Mythbusters said they couldn't do it, but you can. So Havana Syndrome is a series of uh, physical and psychological effects um, that was felt by a number of uh, CIA agents, embassy workers, diplomats, all from uh, either the US or Canada. Mm -hmm. In Cuba. Now, not exclusively in Cuba, but that's where we're going to start today. We're going to yeah. start about it being in Havana, since that's its namesake. But yeah, so it was uh, a condition that they've referred to as Havana Syndrome. It started uh, in late 2016, but didn't really start to get attention until August of 2017. And the people who have been affected, the allegedly 130-ish people that have yeah. been affected, uh, they claim they hear a dull sound, sort of a ringing, maybe a crunching sound, sort of a pressure. Like, you know when you have to pop your ears? Mm -hmm. How it's like everything's kind of quieter, yeah. echoey. Or uh, uh, the pressure of like when you're driving, this doesn't bother everybody, but when you're driving down the freeway and just one car window is like barely open. Oh, I can't do yeah. that. That drives me crazy. So allegedly that's what this was, yeah. nonstop, for hours. And... In some cases, it just made people ill, but in some cases, it made them like actually like kind of violent and angry. And, well, and I mean, who can blame? I them? fully understand that. the uh, The other day at the bar, we had a cricket that <laughs> found its way inside, and it just constantly chirped for like two and a half hours. And towards the end, uh, one of our coworkers can contest this. I was like, "Where is that cricket? I'm gonna kill it." <laughs> oh, okay. I was, huh? like, I was like, "It's driving me crazy." And he's like, uh, "I think it might just be the AC." And I was like, "No." It's a cricket, because watch this, and you could hear the buzzing, and I'd open the bathroom door and shut it, and it'd go quiet. It's like, <laughs> it's around here somewhere, and I'm going to find it. It's like the people, uh, we had the cicadas, the brood X this mm -hmm. year, and as I've mentioned a number of times on the podcast, I grew up in Arizona, and we have cicadas fucking everywhere all the time. The like thing you do as a teenager to show that you're cool on the playground is you take a cicada, and you put it on your tongue, and you can close your mouth with a cicada in there. It won't move. They're the most peaceful, nice bugs. They don't do shit, man. They're just big and loud. Yeah. Uh, and you can put them in your mouth, and then you pull it back out, and a little cicada comes out. Uh, but that, that like droning, that I love that sound. I find it very comforting. Cicadas are cool. Yeah, I find that very comforting. But there were people that were swearing up and down that they were going to go fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, don't put a cicada in your mouth if you have a shellfish allergy. Yes, they are shellfish. Recently. Did you? Mm -hmm. Do, uh, would you like to briefly tell that story? <laughs> well, so the reason is uh, that I found out that that is a thing is because um, a friend of mine is from the... Rural, rural hills of Kentucky. That's fair. That's hard to say. Yeah, I can't say that word. <laughs> rural? Uh, rural. <laughs> uh, and she was telling me that growing up in elementary school, the last time that Brood X was around, which was 17 years ago, yeah. teacher caught a bunch of them, or caught a bunch of the shells, yeah. dipped them in chocolate, and brought them to school, and it's like, they're edible, blah, blah, blah. Well, my friend has a shellfish allergy. <laughs> and so ate one and went into anaphylactic shock. Oh, they're arthropods, yeah. And it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to eat them if you have shellfish allergy. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. And also weird that the teacher's like, you guys want to eat these chocolate-covered bugs I picked out of my backyard? And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> That's the most, like... Uh, cool English yeah. teacher. You know, that's somebody's fun aunt. In, in elementary school, we did chocolate-covered pickles because it was like a book. Gross. There was some book that was chocolate-covered like... pickles. They were disgusting. What's the pickle thing that's on TikTok right now? It's, it's the food trend. It's something Oh, else. the pickle corn dog? No, there's something else. It's like uh, some gross food trend. It's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so going back pickles. to this, going back 
speaking of fucking idiots, Donald Trump, uh, our, the former guy, the guy who used to be the president the of this country. The former general manager of this country. Yeah. Uh, he immediately blamed Cuba. Yeah. So he's nobody to go off. Part of what makes this uh, whole thing kind of wild is the first, I mean, everyone's immediate instinct is you're fine. Yeah, and then they found out like, kind of they weren't. So as it was beginning to be taken more seriously, yeah, uh, the government reached out. And so to be clear, both the Trump and Biden administration have both stated that they do think that there's probably something afoot, but they're not really sure what it is. Uh, what they do both agree on is that it's definitely Russia. Yes. Yeah, because they feel while some feel that it might be Chinese interference or even Cuban, I think just that like Russo McCarthyism, the Red Scare just doesn't go away, mm -hmm. and that I. The combat, like the connection between Cuba and Russia, I think, especially for like worm brained old boomers like Trump, I think are, those two are so inexorably linked. Yeah. They're just like communism and Castro and Russia, and it all must be the same. Uh, now, what we will get into is uh, who the people were, why they would have been affected. So, who would they go after? Why would they go after them? Well, the obvious thing here is that a number of these 130 people were in the CIA, mm -hmm. but most of them worked in the embassies, both Canadian. Uh, and American, and initially, like I said, the thought was like, oh, you guys are silly. This is silly. You're making this up. Like, gaslight. <laughs> oh, you got a headache? You got? It's just the flu. It's just the flu. Yeah. Also, quick, uh, just a quick note I want to say, if you won't get the vaccine, you can't go to a fucking hospital. Stop going to hospitals. Because if you don't trust medicine, you can't take fucking Tylenol anymore. You don't get to go to the hospital when COVID's going to fucking kill you. You don't get to be on a respirator. You don't get to do any of it because you said medicine's fake. Fuck you. You should. I think that's what they should do to people who won't take the vaccine. Like, that's fine. You can't use hospitals anymore. You just can't use them. You're on your own. I don't believe in it. Okay, you don't. No hospital. Sorry. Yeah, this guy doesn't do medicine. He doesn't. It's just not for him. So just take him off the list. He's not coming in. So just let him know he won't. <laughs> I've been stabbed. I need an ambulance. God, that's too bad, man. You're not vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. You should have. Uh, you probably do, but apparently you believe they don't do anything. So ambulances are just 5G. We all know that. So uh, these people, the 130 people that were injured, most mm -hmm. of them were diplomats. Most of them were Canadian and American. And yeah, a lot of the people were kind of treated like they weren't under any sort of serious duress. They weren't actually injured uh, until MRIs were taken of the people. And then it showed that they had actual brain damage. Yeah. They had neurological brain damage. Both the Canadians and the American officials that complained of the pains had similar injuries. And by all accounts, that meant somebody did actually do something to these people. Yeah, and it showed that they were very similar to uh, the same injuries people get when they have like a minor head injury or concussion. Yeah, yeah. So like there was like scar tissue, the symptoms were very similar, and they're like, well, did you bonk your head? Yeah, <laughs> and what's wild is, you know, because they, one of the things, we talked about it when we talked about the aliens in Loveland, and a little bit, kind of anytime we talk about aliens, but mass hysteria is a real thing, and mm -hmm. people do believe, you can get a large group of people to all believe the same thing, because confirmation bias is really profound. If I say it's real, and you think it might be real, and I just said it was real, yeah. oh shit, rad, it's yeah. real, that guy, that guy believes me too. That's what doing your own research is. It's yeah. just an echo chamber of confirmation bias. Um, so because of that, I think they just assumed that like these people weren't really hurt. There couldn't have been a real issue. But it turns out they really were. So as they were investigating, obviously the first lot is Cuba. And as we mentioned, Trump was very quick to be like, Cuba did it. Yeah. They said they didn't. His quote, I won't even say it because it's so fucking stupid. And I'll probably get it wrong because I speak a little more eloquently than he does. But he basically said, uh, I... 
I hear what they're saying, because they were like, we didn't do it. And he was like, I hear what they're saying, but they did it. Yeah. And since then, there's been a lot of investigation into who had done it. Um, but the injuries were pretty profound. Um, surprisingly, do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so there was some weird things that happened with it, too. Like, like you said, a lot of people came forward and they're like, well, the, you're just... It didn't really happen. You're just feeling ill, something like that. But like it's 2018. Take a Tylenol. They're like, uh, no, my brain's fucking melting. There was a group of people that were in a room uh, at a hotel, and they all got affected. And they said they heard this loud buzzing, crunching, like you said. But the people on either room, they asked them about it, and they didn't hear it. So that's how they knew it was a directed thing. But like you said, they took um, multiple MRIs of people all in the same age. They had a control group, and then they also studied people that said they felt these effects. And the MRI showed differences in the whole brain white matter volume. Uh, regional gray matter and white matter volume and the cerebral cortex was messed up so like it's it looks like someone just went and just fucking beat <laughs> yeah their like brain. legitimately just ice scooped out their yeah, brain like yeah. pieces were smaller like shriveled <laughs> smaller pieces were smoother which i know that's a joke online like oh you got a smooth yeah, brain touch but that's grass like smooth brain thing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the as you develop and as neural connections are made those wrinkles causing your brain so babies got smooth ass brains because yeah. they're dumb yeah. <laughs> get a job babies <laughs> but uh there were parts where it showed regression in like parts of the brain and the size getting smaller and the wrinkles getting smaller and that's the gray and white matter depletion it'd be interesting to see what kind of effect uh psilocybin could have in repairing those mm -hmm. uh we talk about that a lot because i have consumed a great deal of it. I'm a big advocate, obviously, of psilocybin. Do mushrooms. If you're feeling weird, you're feeling bad, try a little bit of mushrooms. See what it does for you. Don't tell any cops you did it because they'll arrest you because they're fucking pricks. But, you know, psilocybin recently, I've always said my entire life that I take it because I think that it makes you smarter because it allows you to kind of have perspective on yourself and the world that maybe you would be in your way in having. You know, it opens yeah. your mind up in a way that you kind of have to sit down from your own vision. I wonder if, uh, while I say that, Yale recently proved that that's true, and mm -hmm. they proved that the dendrite repair, um, that's the neurons, the little arms that connect your neurons, when those, when your brain reverts, when it gets smooth, that's those reverting back. They're yeah. folding back in, they're curling back up, they're not touching anymore, which is why you lose memories, that's why mm -hmm. you lose thoughts, that's why you lose all kinds of things. So what psilocybin does is even so much as just a single dose can not only grow those back, but they're twice as long and twice as thick, which means that you'll not only get memories back, but you have a better access to them at all times. You That pathway that you have to those things. So I wonder if this couldn't be helped. Somebody, if you're a diplomat, if you're a CIA agent, my NSA guy, uh, if you would like some help, I can help you let's do a let's do a case study uh, another one of the things that they showed is the functional connectivity like you said those folds between auditory and visio uh, spatial connections yeah uh, digressed Interesting. so people like your sights and sounds weren't matching up properly well you know for something that wasn't allegedly uh, a weapon it sure does a lot of damage that yeah. feels a lot like a weapon right like if you wanted to disorient the enemy this is a fantastic way to do it yeah and and the weird thing is as they studied it more they also found that it was a biphasic syndrome which means the high-pitched sounds and the crunching and stuff like that that wasn't the cause of this uh brain injury it was also a symptom okay so that was the first stage of the symptom and then the lasting effects were the second stage as we both know uh 
I'm sure we've talked about it before. We both got COVID. I was about to say, it's yeah. just like losing your taste and smell. Yeah, so we both got COVID uh, before we even knew it was a thing. We got oh, it. dude, we had it in almost January of 2020. Yeah, before it was even said that it was in the U.S. And your conspiracy boys are always right there. You know, <laughs> yeah, We're always on the front we're lines. We're on the front lines for you. There's a pandemic uh, coming? Give me! But uh, <laughs> we have seen research with like, while you have it, that is the first, like your symptoms, the... The fatigue, the lust of taste and smell. I thought you said uh, the lust of taste. The lust for I must taste. Eat salt. <laughs> um, that I'm gonna fuck that sugar is like a first stage symptom, but then there is what a lot of researchers are describing as long COVID. Yeah. So like brain fog, which we've both had issues with. Well, I have an issue with parosmia. So as mm-hmm. the people who might not know on our day to day lives. I have a bar, Caleb's a chef. Um, we taste stuff all day long and we do like fancy stuff. So we've been tasting stuff our entire careers and I can absolutely tell you that I know that the infection that I got while I had COVID got into my sinuses because I taste things very differently now. And the biggest one, which you have experienced repeatedly, mm-hmm. is onions. I can't fucking eat onions anymore. And I, I used to love them. I yeah. would eat a raw onion, no problem. I thought they were fucking delicious. And now, since the parosmia, since the infection in my sinuses, no, not at all. And I, there are certain things that definitely taste different. Exhaust, bleach, shit, and like a handful of other things that all have like gnarly smells mm-hmm. all smell exactly the same and they all kind of smell like toast. Interesting. Which For- is sick because like yeah. farts don't smell bad at all anymore. Yeah. My cat will take a fresh shit in the box and it's like, well, kind of smells like toast. <laughs> For me, I will randomly smell uh, cigarette smoke. Yeah, There's I get that too. I get phantom cigarette smoke. And thing is neither of us smoke cigarettes i've never had a cigarette i have had a cigarette twice in my life uh once was i was drunk don't listen to this mom uh and the second time was uh because my grandpa had passed away and all of us cousins he he rolled his own cigarettes and he had a bucket left over um so all his cousins before his funeral we all smoked a cigarette sure but I, other than that, I don't smoke cigarettes that really gross me out, but every so often I'll be sitting there in my house full of people who don't smoke cigarettes. And, and I'm like, smell cigarettes. Why does it smell like a Pall Mall right now? Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got Virginia Slims going? What the fuck is this? But yeah, so there's there's been studies shown that there are two sections, biphasal, two phases of these symptoms where it'll be... You hear the noises, you feel a little queasy and stuff like that, but then there's long-lasting ones after the fact where a lot of these diplomats and CIA agents and stuff get back to U.S. soil thinking they're fine. They're like, well, that was a crazy headache that I had, and they'll be sitting at home and they'll just like randomly throw up or they'll forget things. It's like living with a concussion. Yeah, which that uh, other studies have shown it's very much concussion-like. It's very much like... Uh, one scientist was like, it's almost like your brain got too much information at once. And it's like a, like a hermit crab or like a sea snail or something like that. When you scare it and it regresses back into its shell, yeah, that's what your brain's doing. It got overstimulated and it's regressing as a defense. That's interesting. That's man. What a fascinating thing for the brain to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, so the, the impact is obviously very real uh both the what the u.s did in response is the same thing canada did in response which was they limited their staff at the havana embassies um to 
pretty much a skeleton crew to try mm -hmm. to like it's fascinating because we're not talking about this too much and it happened people got hurt and like we're still seeing the effects so that skeleton crew basically remains to this day because they started the skeleton crew ro rolled it into 2019 and as they were going to change things the world decided to change yeah so this is a fascinating this is an example of a pre-covid thing that kind of got frozen in time people haven't been able to get back to kind of put the fire out because yeah. you can't get back to the island you know yeah what makes me think of this is where i'm going to cut in a uh, Jack from Lost going, we gotta go back! <laughs> uh, one of the people that are kind of stuck in purgatory with this is the CDC themselves. Yeah, absolutely. The CDC was doing a case on it. They classified 31 um, different... Well, they first classified 15 things to be like, these are 15 definite symptoms and maybe they're causes that could be causing this. And... They did this with the journal, the Journal of American Medicine. Mm -hmm. Like the JAMA helped. This was. I'm only saying that because this is about as official as it gets for something that allegedly didn't happen. Uh, and then they found a whole bunch more. They ended up getting 95 cases, studying them. And with the 95 cases, they're like, 15 of them could possibly be this. 31 of them could possibly be this and other things. And 49 things that we thought it might be might not be this at all. Yeah. And then the pandemic hits, and they're like, well, we got to focus on this shit. <laughs> we'll we're, this we'll come back to these boys getting their brains melted. We're going to go deal with this pandemic. Which is where, you know, we haven't gotten into the third quarter of the the podcast just yet. I say that, but there's always only three. Um, they're not quarters. <laughs> you don't see the other <laughs> Three one. quarters. Yeah, we record the three just for ourselves. Yes. Yes. Cat Spirit Hour, the three-quarter podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we'll get into what could have caused it and what yeah. might be doing it. But it feels... Maybe. Here we go. Put your hats on, boys. Uh, I feel like what if this is like a globalist cabal conspiracy where the same people who are behind these sonicated weapons either are or work in association with the Wuhan lab and they released this virus as a way to distract from the fact that they got caught using their sonic weapons and they're like, fuck, send out a red flag. Yeah. So they distracted the CDC. They're distracting the CDC and while they do that, they're working on these sonic weapons and what we don't know is when it eventually goes away, which I guess it's probably never going to. <laughs> no, we're it, doesn't, hit with it definitely sonic doesn't guns. seem like it. I just as soon as you're done puking your brains out, you're going to get shot with a poop gun. The to tack on to that conspiracy and to tie it into other things we talked about, they're all working for a left, formerly known as Om Shinrikyo. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't listen to if, the Om Shinrikyo episode. If you haven't seen that episode, uh, the second time we did it, the first time we got shut down. Yeah, we did get, we had to redo <laughs> it. We had to retell that story. But uh, they found notebooks at one of the Om Shinrikyo headquarters that had sonic weapon and yep. seismic weapon. Yep. Yeah, uh, they wanted to use seismic weapons. They were going to do earthquake bombs. They wanted to make earthquake bombs and, like, sonic guns. So... What if this is all just Om Shinrikyo? It's all tied together. They're ending the world one way or another. Now this. What if Shoko's not dead? This world-ending thing is too efficient and working too well for it to be them. <laughs> if it is somebody, I wonder if there's somebody, you know, like the Illuminati or the secret cabal. Sorry, guys, this this one's gonna be full of tangents. So it's just a fun thing to talk about. But do you think there's like a the secret cabal is seeing what's happening with climate change? Like fuck, 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 fuck. We gotta take over the world. We have. We gotta get to it. Do you think they were just like we gotta take over the world? Before there's not a world. <laughs> they were so. They were so that's never been. Has that ever been a supervillain? Is there a supervillain who's been like, "Whoa, hey, hold on! I didn't even get a chance to take over the world yet." I don't think so, but that would be hilarious. Like a movie where you're racing against the clock of the world imploding to take it over, and it's like, 
I don't care that the world is going to implode on itself. I just want to be in charge of it when it does. Uh, five years from now, you guys are going to be going to see The Last King on Earth, and it will be our movie, and that's what it's going to be about. Uh, and no, he's going to succeed. You being like, is there a villain like that just sparked the connection in my brain? I've told you about it before, but I want to tell you guys about it because it's my favorite Spider-Man villain. <laughs> and it is a doctor that is very close to Lizard, but it's not Lizard. Okay. Who... Um, uses genetic mapping and stuff like that to create weapons that turn people into dinosaurs. Yes. And one of my favorite panels of comic <laughs> ever is a panel from the Spider-Man comic where he's fighting him and Spider-Man goes, you're a brilliant man. You can use this technology to stop cancer. And the villain replies with, I don't want to stop cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> It, it also feels very much like a, uh, uh, what was the, Elysium. It feels like when the rich, the Mars class of humans leaves us. Yes. There's going to be like a king of the mountain type struggle to see who can be the, the king of shit mountain. Oh, 100%. Until the planet completely. 100%. How long do you think it'll take? Here's a question for the comments, everybody. How long do you think it's going to take uh, for once the, like, the money interests leave the planet for Earth to explode? Like, leave a comment. Leave yeah. a comment. How long do you think it's gonna take? Because I bet once Bezos and all and Musk and all the money is off this planet, they're like, "Fuck it." Oops. Boom. Yeah. Uh, possibly. I'm just saying. Like as soon as, as soon as one country, because if a, yeah, if one country can control Mars, they'll just blow Earth up. A hundred percent. It'd be the <laughs> ultimate power move. Yeah. Like uh, we're the only planet now. Like if if the U.S. or Russia moves to Mars. Yeah. And can successfully colonize. Well, it, Russia probably because red. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's where they come from. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you just blow up the Earth? Yeah. Just fuck it. Just fuck it. Fuck you. Just guys. launch your nukes. You're done with that place. <laughs> it's like the the really bad like tenants that destroy uh, yeah. a house when they move out. I was out. just about to say we are not getting our deposit back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there are a couple of scuffs in the earth. Uh, you're not getting that six million dollars back for. It your looked like somebody deposit. set off a series of seismic bombs. We're not sure. Uh, man, after I eat a lot of like heavy spicy foods, I usually set off a couple seismic bombs. <laughs> yes, they found plans to uh, seismic bo earthquake seismic bombs in the Om Shinrikyo anthrax factory and also at every Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and then those new uh, nacho fry burritos or whatever. <laughs> I saw one the other day uh, that's a, uh, it's beef Nacho cheese, potatoes, and it's in like a... Flatbread. Yeah. And it's a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most diarrhea rocket. I would, I'd bet money that that comes out exactly how it goes in. Yeah. Yep. I did see Doesn't the other day. Doesn't even change color. I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw a video that said KFC is serving just fried chicken skins. Oh, but chicken skins are delicious. Chicken skins are delicious. I will say, like, as a colonel, as, a, as that kind of colonel... Uh, Fried chicken skin is probably the best treat you could ask for. It's like chicken skin, when done correctly, is the best. Ask your dog. Yeah. Uh, you know? Also, how isn't that really... I mean, that's basically just like... Um, it's pork rinds, but what am I trying to think? What's the Spanish word for chicharrones? Yeah, it's chicharrones. Yeah. Um, yeah, rotisserie chicken skin is also really good. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> that's like uh, animal fruit leather. Yeah. Ew. You mean leather? You mean just leather? 
I did just mean like, you know, like fruit leather, but made out of animals. Oh, before we get into uh, what we think probably caused it, real deep ass acid cat conspiracy oh, hour. Yeah. Um, We'll first get into uh, where else it happened. So we should make it abundantly clear that these sonic attacks were affecting officials in Cuba, but not exclusively in Cuba. Yeah. They, it was pretty exclusively American and Canadian officials, mm -hmm. but they were in Cuba. However, there were some in the D.C. area, which was what really kind of fucked with people because they felt like they were safer uh, when they were back on American soil. And then the biggest one that sticks out in terms of espionage is Guangzhou. So in Guangzhou, China... In uh, 2018, there were a number of dip U.S. diplomats that were there that experienced um, the symptoms. Yeah. The symptoms of Havana Syndrome. Um, said that they were feeling crappy, um, their brains were hurting, and then eventually those people would go on to get tested. And those were these are some of the people that were involved in the CDC's test mm -hmm. to see what had happened. And the CDC did discover that, in fact, real things were happening to these people's brains. Um, now, obviously, we, we mentioned that Russia was blamed for this. Um, they were very quick to say that they didn't do it. I think everybody was pretty quick to say they didn't do it. So while we don't have an actual perpetrator at the moment, we can all pretty much agree it was probably Russia. Um, we're going to get into what we think happened. So we've got these diplomats. We've got these American and Canadian diplomats. Their brains are melting. They're hearing high-pitched crunching sounds and their brains are melting. Um, what the fuck is happening to them? And your first thought was LRAD, right? Like something ultrasound? Yeah, something similar to LRAD. Like, uh, so an ultrasound weapon, ultrasonic weapon is the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason... A vibrator. Yeah, a really yeah. big vibrator. Yeah. But just basically something Like what that, a cloud seeder is? Except it's a sex toy. Uh, either way, something's getting wet. Mm, that was so fucking lame. Um, <laughs> but basically a sonic weapon that uses such a high frequency. Um, like, a lot of people were saying, like a like a cricket, like I was talking about earlier. Well, you know, it's it's not like a noise being used as weapons or anything new. You can look at Waco, and you can look at those, like, anytime. I think they did it with Nelson Mandela, too. But, like, anytime they need somebody out of a building, they play a loud song really loudly mm -hmm. at them nonstop. Because humans hate that. We don't like repetitive sounds. We don't like... It's yeah. startling. It stresses us out. And... Well, some people felt it was stress and ultrasound, you know. So, so there's, you know, there's something to it. The the big well, and those weapons exist, right? Yeah, those weapons exist. You can look up LRAD is a big one yeah. uh, that the LAPD uses. Yeah, and those they say run at like 160 decibels or something yeah. like that, which is that's Cody taking a piss. If anybody's wondering, that's what it sounds like when he flushes the toilet. Just him. That's the weirdest thing too. Yeah, I've never seen Noel go to the bathroom ever. I don't think he I does. don't think he does. Yeah, I don't might know how. I don't know what race he is, and I definitely don't know if he poops. But he might. Anyway, so though you know those, they go at a much much higher. I, I don't know if those at home really know too much about decibels, but like a loud car is about 110 decibels. Mm -hmm. So these run at about 160, and there's like a subsonic element to it as well. And, and like you said, uh, a very common psyop is to play. Uh, very loud noises, not just songs. They'll play like children's songs that then they'll then put like horns and dolphin noises and stuff yeah. like that. If you've seen the dramatization Waco, yeah, which of you the should, Waco case, it is way. very, it is very good. It is the guy uh, who plays uh, fucking what's his name, David Koresh. Yeah, does a very good job. He does. Uh, but they show over forty days they play children's songs with dolphin noises. That's why cop lights are the way they are. Yep. 
Uh, if you don't know that uh, cop lights on top of cop cars, uh, it's called bisexual lighting. <laughs> yeah, like our sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they are not in a pattern. They are specifically made to be randomized, and it's so your brain doesn't get used to it and block it out. Yeah. So you just get startled. So if it's behind you, you're always going to be on edge because your brain can't make a pattern out of it, and that stresses your brain out to the max yep. and that's what they're saying with it possibly being ultrasound is that the pulse repetition rate power spectrum and uh, pulse rate stability and the oscillations per pulse are all over the board if it is ultrasound and that's what's causing people to get this brain damage is it's overstimulating your brain yeah and it's causing your brain to freak out and regress well it's like a ddos of yeah. the brain you know, yeah. you're constantly requiring it to pay attention you're just rushing like it what's a new thing what's a new thing what's a new thing and it's like i can't i'm trying to keep up but i fucking can't yeah it's yeah. like uh, in indiana jones you got all those people crossing the bridge what's the best way to stop them you just cut the fucking bridge <laughs> Yeah, he really was Occam's razor, wasn't he? He really was. I'm not shooting, or I'm not whipping you, I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh, ultrasounds, that's one of them, obviously. Um, so I've talked about mass psychosis a little bit, and a psychogenic, that's known as psychogenic, psychogenic, um, a, like, a manifestation of a group of brains. Could it have been people being stressed out in the office? Yeah, I think it could have. Um, but why the fuck are their brains smooth? Yeah. Why do they have scar tissue if that's the case? I think you can definitely will yourself into having scar tissue, you know, with brain stuff especially. Because, hey, we don't really fully understand why it does what it does, especially the layman. And then on top of that, you know, the, the layman brainman, you know? <laughs> mass hysteria is definitely, I suppose, an option. But I wonder, can mass hysteria... <laughs> If you don't know, send this to somebody who might. And if you're that person, leave a comment to say, but I don't believe in all of my research that mass hysteria, again, research I've done myself, so. Uh, yeah, that mass hysteria is something that leaves actual disfigurement. And because they all have similar disfigurement, it's very, very hard for me to just automatically co-sign the idea that they were all making it up. Yeah, with with mass hysteria, there's a lot of cases throughout history of mass hysteria. Also, they're fucking CIA agents. Yeah. They're the ones who make stuff up. Like, they're the ones who accuse people of making stuff up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're, um, this is such a who watches the watchman kind of problem. Well, headache and dizziness and, like, breathing issues and nausea and stuff are common with mass hysteria. Uh, permanent brain damage is never one of them. No. Like, there was uh, the June bug outbreak in June of 1962 uh, in the U.S., where a bunch of dress factory workers swore that the place was infested with June bugs and they went crazy and they're like, they got sick and they started breaking out in like rashes, which your body can do that. If you yeah. overthink shit, your body can break out in rashes, but they didn't have neurological damage. And so for this to be mass hysteria, that does not explain the brain damage. Yeah, the, the neurological damage. Maybe, yeah. So we'll leave that one up as plausible, I guess, but I really have a hard time believing it. And there's also like, while there are definitely people, there's been a few agencies who are like, yeah, DOS, like you work for the state, you're stressed out, you're gonna mm -hmm. feel like you're a target, especially in Cuba. Um, I hear that, but I, my full thought on whether, cause we're going down what could have caused it, the psychogenic cause, I just, I have, I have a hard time co-signing it only because of the scars. Yeah. I would believe it a little bit more if it was a UFO that everybody swore they saw or something like that. But I just, because that does happen. But I think in this case, no. I think the scars are too obvious. And like you said, like a rash is different. Your brain smoothing is a response to being overloaded. You can't, 
You know, that's not a thing you manifest. I don't think you could manifest. That's an AI question. Lex Friedman, leave a comment about this. But, you know, can your brain, can your brain, your brain can't outthink your brain, right? Yeah. So, like, if your brain's your brain so overloaded itself. that it smooths itself in reversion to protect itself, yeah. it can't create those distractions to do that. That's a paradox. It that, wouldn't be able to do so because it can't take them in, so it couldn't author them. Mm -hmm. So that really makes me think that this had to be an outside force because I don't think your brain could do that to itself. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, another theory that this one quickly got disproven because this one is the easiest to show whether or not it's true, but one of the first ideas was uh, pesticides or other infection agents. Well, yeah, that kind of goes with the madness. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, there was the... GAC, the Global Affairs Canada, uh, took 23 of the exposed Canadian diplomats and studied them because they were wondering, they had a hypothesis that it was uh, neurotoxic pesticides that was causing it. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, that, if you do get it, the whole, it's in the name, neurotoxic, yeah, it's a neurotoxic pesticides. I mean, think of a uh, scarecrow. You yeah. Know? Like, it, it will cause you to see, see things. But as somebody who... Uh, I like to think I'm relatively experienced in the recreational seeing of things. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that a hallucination, I've never been on a neurotoxin. Um, I don't think. It's, I mean, it's hard to say. So. I've uh, done some weird Sonoran stuff. frogs? No. Well, yeah, that's a neurotoxin. Yeah. So, by the way, protect the Sonoran frogs. Protect Sonoran, Sonoran toads frog. are incredible, Sonoran and they got to be protected. Um, but yeah, there's a. I don't know what it's like, but I can tell you that I I've never hallucinated in a way that would facilitate continuing to believe something like this. Like yeah. when you hallucinate, you know what you're doing, you know how you got there. Yeah. That being said, a neurotoxin is a different story. So like, if I I just wonder. <laughs> I don't know. I have a hard time. When people talk about drugs and alcohol, specifically drugs and chemicals causing you to go crazy, mm -hmm. um, brief moments of psychosis or whatever, you leave out the context of all of the hours right before and the life since. Like, you'd reconcile it at some point. Yeah. You would know what happened. It's your life, your body, your choice. You're going to know what happened to you. So I have a hard time believing that it, if... A, those people were exposed. Then what? Everybody else was just co-opting it and being like, oh, yeah, no, we totally have that, too. And yeah. then they got MRIs and the doctors were like, yeah, they do totally have that, too. Well, if they weren't exposed to Monsanto's worst, I yeah. don't know that that really caused the problem. Well, the, the big reason this became an idea is because uh, a lot of the embassies and other places in Cuba were frequently sprayed with anti-Zika virus, mosquito control. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were thinking, like, Oh, we must have inhaled it. That's what's making us sick. I, I'm going to call this right now. I bet Zika comes back in 2023. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but uh, in 2020, uh, the National Academy's study founded that you, the amount of that pesticide that a human would have to ingest to cause that level of brain damage would also kill you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, it's a pesticide. Its job is to kill you. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of when people talk about absinthe. You know, they'll be like, does absinthe make you trip? Okay, so kind of, sort of. There is there is a, a neuroaffectant uh, chemical mm -hmm. in uh, wormwood, which is commonly put in absinthe. It's called thuyone. Thuyone, however, is a paralytic, yeah. which means that if you were to, quote, unquote, trip on it, it would cause you to lose sensation in your limbs and the functionality of them, because yeah. that's what it does. It's a, it attacks your brainstem and causes you to be paralyzed. In order to consume enough of that through absinthe to be paralyzed, you would already be drunk to a level that would be fatal. You yeah. would be, you'd be dead. So like, 
there are certain things that we think are totally possible, uh -huh. but that lives in this like really objective, super technicality kind of world. Like certain things are just totally impossible. And then the other cause, they were like, well, could it be Zika itself? Because there was an ep a Zika epidemic in 2016 and 2017 around when this happened. But uh, the only time that Zika causes uh, degenerative brain, like, degeneration. I shouldn't have started yeah, with degeneration. You know, degenerative brain. <laughs> well, that's actually brain. pretty appropriate because yeah. your brain broke down as you're saying. Oh, when your brain gets dumber. Uh, but that's the only time that causes it is if you have Zika and you give birth. It causes brain regression in the child. But, but only in, in the child, yeah. So there's no way, I mean, a lot of embassies. They're clones. They're I've, clones. I've been to a U.S. embassy. <laughs> A lot of them are kind of babies. Um. <laughs> I've not only been bin, but I've been kicked out. Uh, so that leaves us with the largest uh, suspect. Yes. Which is microwaves. Yes. So if it was weaponized, if it was a thing, if it wasn't Zika, it wasn't being born somehow a Zika baby, <laughs> if it wasn't the pesticide for Zika or any of those things, if I wasn't just going crazy with all these people and there really are scars that have really done damage, what the fuck did it? Mm -hmm. Microwaves, probably. Um, it would be the easiest way to do it. Probably a combination of sonic pulses and microwaves. But microwaves, I mean, if you want to find out how dangerous they are, find, I don't know, figure out a way to cook with the door open on your microwave at all. That's, that's what we were talking about when we were talking about it being microwaves. It's like a... Like a suicide bomber, that just got struck 100%. We are the most suppressed fucking podcast. But it's someone that uh, we were talking about 3D printing a latch that goes yeah. into your microwave so you don't have to have the door. I just get tired of making s'mores. <laughs> I, I want to be, or s'mores over my stovetop. I want to be able to make them in my microwave, and that's probably the best way. Just tape that fucker shut. There's just that little button. If you tape that shut, you can run the microwave. I'm going to have a big thing flashing saying, do not, do not fucking do this. Do this. There's going to be an audio listener who's like, oh, this sounds like a great idea. <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a guy that has a microwave with a little thing latched into the latch to make sure it'll run uh, with the hooked up to a car battery, and he just walks into a room, and he's like, <laughs> feels like a, it's like a, he feels like the sidekick to Polka Dot Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's Microwave Boy. <laughs> no, it's Mike Rowave. <laughs> His la last name Rowave, first name Mike. Um, I, I wonder what it'd be like in a microwave. You know, I could I see this. What it would be like in a, well, here's how you find out. You turn your phone on, turn the video on, throw it in there. Well, that'll charge it. I've seen that video. It charges his phone. Uh, we, we were joking. It's like, yeah, I could see this being microwaves because sometimes if I'm heating up like a lasagna or something that's taking too long, I like to rest my head against the door and I feel pretty sick. <laughs> so it was the joke you made. You're like, I got tired of not being able to see my food. So I took that little yeah, gate that's in there. The little, little screen. I was like, it, it makes it too hard to see. So I just peeled that screen out. Constantly. In case you're wondering. That screen is there. Those holes. No, take it out. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't do anything. If it's you're in the worthless. Way. It's like a car shade. Uh, take it out and stand directly in front of your microwave. Anytime you use it, you'll be fine. Throw a fork in there if you need to clean it. <laughs> put a fork in a bowl of water and put it in the microwave to quick clean your microwave. <laughs> and your body from this existence. <laughs> Just like if you need to clean your oven, get a baking dish and uh, fill it full of bleach. 
and vinegar and put it in the <laughs> oven at 350 degrees with the door open. We're going to get this podcast taken down because we're telling people how to build bombs Don't and do chemical that. gas. That, that's mustard gas. Yeah. Don't, uh, it's chlorine gas, but Still. which I accidentally did. My mom is probably watching, I hope, unless you got really offended by the cigarette comment. Or the giant dildo joke. No, well, she's fine with that. Um, one day she was at work and... She gets home, and my sister and I are uh, tie-dyeing shirts, but we're bleach-dyeing them. Okay. And uh, I got the order of it wrong. I, I did the right thing. What you're supposed to do is bleach, then water, then vinegar <laughs> to neutralize it. But I got the order wrong, so I was going from bleach to vinegar to water. <laughs> so my mom so comes very home. briefly, we're making gas. My mom comes home. I have the garage door closed, and I have a gas mask on. <laughs> She's like, why do you have... And I was like, I was getting really woozy. And she goes... What order are you doing that in? And I was like, bleach, vinegar, water. She goes, cool, you're making chlorine gas with the garage door closed. I said, like, I mean, that makes sense. I'm going to go throw up now. <laughs> makes sense that this mask would work with it. But yeah, so microwaves are the most common uh, belief. Now, how exactly that works, there's a few things. What you need to know is there's a there's an effect known as the Frey effect, and it's basically what microwaves do to your brain. Yeah. And it causes a lot of the stuff that it says here. You know, it causes, or that we've seen in this case that it says here. I'm looking at our notes for the show, and I'm like, what it says right here, guys, what I wrote here earlier. Uh, it says what we says. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so there's like like the inability to sleep, uh, being grumpy, cognitive problems, vision problems, balance problems, all these things. Uh those can all be caused by exposure to microwaves. Mm -hmm. It's the joke about growing up living under power lines. Yeah. Because power lines emit the same type of microwaves. Uh, it can do weird stuff to your brain. It can. It has a negative effect. It's. We've joked before that you know, on Earth we talk about how incredibly difficult interstellar travel is, um, but it doesn't. It's because we're humans. Yeah. Like if we could stand around a nuclear reactor without any problems, we could be flying across the space. Oh, yeah. And we're across the space. I you know, apparently decided all to call of it. the space. Uh, and, like, you know, our power, obviously our power options would be much better now. But, like, it's interesting to think that if we were just built a little bit different, we were built different, <laughs> we would be able to probably accommodate some of these things a little bit better. Because humans, again, we like to think that we're, like, made in the image of something supernatural rather than just a mammal. But you're just a fucking mammal. So, yeah. like... A microwave can totally kill you and like kill you pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I think it's a certain level of cognitive dissonance to not understand that, but like get that it, if you run into a door too hard, it'll kill you. Yeah. Like, humans are fragile. Humans are very fragile. <laughs> but it's like, nah, microwaves couldn't kill me. Dude, it heats a frozen burrito in 30 seconds. <laughs> you think if you didn't zap your brain with that, it wouldn't severely fuck you up? Yeah, it wouldn't completely break you in half. <laughs> your brain's already warmer than a frozen burrito. <laughs> and for a lot of people, roughly the same size. So, <laughs> Yeah, all right, well. So microwaves, yeah. I mean, I think weaponized microwaves, and obviously LRAD's not that different from that. Yeah. There are cases of this. So I know what you're saying is, like, we're talking about fucking microwave attacks but there is a precedent for this. In the U.S. Embassy in Moscow, there was a microwave attack, uh, like an actual microwave attack, which mm -hmm. I think is what largely leads people to think that Russia's behind this, not to mention that as we, as we mentioned, not to mention as we mentioned, that you know Cuba and Russia are sort of inexorably linked, especially in the American eyes. Yeah. But there is a precedent of this sort of thing attack. Uh, of happening and while we haven't seen a lot of follow-up because of covid and everything that happened i have a feeling that 
within the coming years, we're going to hear a lot more about what happened with this. Because at the time, it was very much just sort of played off like nothing happened until it was clear that people had actually been injured. Oh, 100%. And then at that point, it was like, oh, shit, we do actually have to look into this, but it was too late. Yeah. At that point, the world had come to a screeching halt, which is, as we mentioned, on purpose. That was entirely <laughs> perpetrated by Shoko Asahara. <laughs> We assume. Probably, who else is probably involved in that one? Uh, maybe Barry Seal. Barry Seal. I know he's no longer uh, with us. But, again, he was murdered, so we don't know that he's dead. Meriwether Lewis. It goes all the way back. What uh, if Meriwether Lewis is, like, a like an ascendant? What if we don't realize this, or w- what people don't realize is we're agents for this, like, Illuminati? And this podcast is nothing more than a vehicle by which we rewrite history to seem <laughs> yeah. as if all of these things were tied together. Well, let's see. Well, let's tie them all together. JFK assassination, it wasn't a bullet it was a very pinpoint microwave that's why his head exploded that way um barry seal was there barry he seal helped. was there he, he was the guy flew, on the grassy knoll he flew it away he was the one actually firing the microwave weapon yeah yeah lee harvey oswald that was just he was a the red, red herring. herring yeah uh the coroner that's why jack ruby had to shoot him right away yeah he was gonna tell the coroner diamond is actually in the weapon it, it's what it's made it, out it filters those vibrations when they cut it down significantly they did so because they realized that its reflectivity made an incredibly dangerous weapon. So they were like, okay, well, this diamond's really well known, so we can't get rid of it, but we are going to have to clean it up a whole lot. And since then, they've been making these terrible weapons, these terrifying Out of sonic weapons. Of Cornor diamond. Uh, yeah. They're also insulated with the fur of uh, demon apes. Yeah. Um, let's just keep wrapping up. Of Ape Canyon. There, well, what you don't know is that their secret bunker is actually in Ape Canyon. Yeah. It's in the canyon underneath that cabin, and the security defenses are all of the native Sasquatches. <laughs> and we got this technology from UFOs. That's why they blast you when you hit touch them. Boom. All of them connected. Nailed it. <laughs> Told you guys. And also uh, water. Do your own research. <laughs> so what do you think it was, Caleb? Do you think it was my Microwaves? I think it's microwaves. I do you think it's a microwave gun? You think they got super soakers full of <laughs> so <laughs> radiation? So uh, uh, a fun a fun Light little up, story boys. about me is when I was in high school, I was in this class uh, that my English teacher and science teacher kind of made. It was a two hour block where we do experiments and then write them up. And for our final, we could do any project we wanted. And what I wanted to do was make an EMP gun, like in Batman, where he pulls it off of the thing and he like points it at the van and it. When he pulls the trigger, you see it turn off all the lights and then kill the van. Yeah. And I was like, can I do this? I did a shit ton of research. I was like, I figure, I figured out a small scale way to make where you can direct an EMT blast. Or EMT. EMT blast. EMP blast. Uh, can I do that? And my science teacher was like, I would love for you to do this. But There no. is no way the office will approve you making an EMP gun? Uh, the uh, the, uh, the federal authorities wouldn't approve it. It's well, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I know. I've mm-hmm. I've uh, extensively looked into doing it. It's a funny. It's a weird idea of a. Uh, here I am admitting that I've looked into bomb research, but I have because it's an interesting idea. And EMPs are especially because they're like, uh, they're not nearly as dangerous fundamentally. Yeah. You know, like if you wanted to cripple an enemy nowadays, it would be much more useful to take out all of their electronics in a mm-hmm. way that fries them, including their cars, than it would be to actually assert violence. When you were talking about this, the thing that I, I immediately thought of is with electric cars, people complain like, oh, my muscle car doesn't sound tough no more. Do you think gun fetishists are going to like guns a lot less when they're laser beams? Yes. <laughs> Well, so that's the thing. You don't look all tough and macho now, do you? Electric cars, a lot of newer muscle cars aren't as loud as we think they are. Uh, If you look at blueprints for modern, like, Mustangs and stuff like that, they have speakers uh, facing out and in. 
that play motor sounds. Yeah, well, new yeah, the newer cars do, which I think is really funny. It's a really silly idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's... My engine's not loud enough, so I've got a PA system that makes engine noises. There are a couple, like, there aren't a lot of options for that, obviously, but there are a couple that I've seen, and there's basically, like, a glorified version of the baseball card in your bike wheel, mm -hmm. and that's pretty cool, because it, you know, that actually revs, because yeah. as you rev, it... So that's kind of neat, but I just don't see why it's needed. My little electric car, I like that it's electric. <laughs> I, I think it sounds like we're sounds like we're in a little spaceship. I think it's more impressive for a car to be super quiet than it is to be super loud. Absolutely, yeah. I used to have this race car when I was younger. We're full tangent mode here because we're at the end, but I used to have this race car with Welcome to the end of the podcast. <laughs> with a, my roommate who's now um, a fucking engineer at Raytheon, so he's a terrible person. <laughs> uh, but we took all the sound deadening out of that car and it was just loud as humanly possible. Yeah. Anyway, we're rambling, so we should probably wrap this up. We hope you guys liked it. If you did and you're on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We've got plenty more content. We've got, what, almost 40 other episodes. If you yeah. like this, feel free to check any of those out. All on fun subjects like this. And uh, if you like this one, come see us again next week. We'll be here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah, uh, Riddle. Oh, fuck the Riddle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do this every week and I'm going to forget intentionally every week so it goes the same way. Uh, last week's Riddle was David's father has three sons, Snap, Crackle, and Who. The answer is David. It's David's father. Uh, <laughs> This week's riddle actually comes from you. Yeah, I wanted to. This is my favorite riddle. Uh, it's my favorite life lesson that you can learn from a riddle answer. And that is this uh, Ford Explorers. How far can you run into a forest? Leave Thank your you. answers. Yeah, leave the answer in the comments. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. We'll, we'll see, see you next you. week. Love you. <laughs> That'd be a really good end of the... We haven't had too I'm many credit scenes lately. Yeah, you're just going to eat shit. <laughs> you fall through the wall. fall right out the ship. <laughs> People don't know that. There's just an airlock door right behind this. We really shouldn't have a curtain here. But we got put in a shitty part of the ship. So what are we going to do? <laughs> if I yawn too hard, I hit the button. We just get sucked out. We just get sucked off the what's, ship. What's nice is that since we've moved to this portion of the ship, nobody stole our sign. It's true. Because yeah. no one knows we're down here. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, just because we're Pretty not sure supposed this to be. Is a janitor's closet. <laughs>